From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, February 22nd, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. U.S. EPA Administrator Michael Regan says the train derailment in eastern Ohio has shifted from emergency response to cleanup and that Norfolk Southern will face stiff penalties for not complying with the agency's order to clean up and help the surrounding areas of Ohio and Pennsylvania recover. If the company fails to complete any action ordered by EPA, the agency will immediately step in, conduct the work ourselves, and then force Norfolk Southern to pay triple in cost accordance to the powers granted by my agency. Regan also ordered Norfolk Southern to attend any and all upcoming public meetings regarding the derailment. Company officials bowed out of a town hall last week, citing safety concerns. Former President Donald Trump visited East Palestine today. He had announced on his Truth Social platform that he would be donating thousands of gallons of cleaning supplies and more than a dozen pallets of water to the community. Ohio's Republican U.S. Senator J.D. Vance joined the former president during the visit. Yeah, well, I think it's great for him to come. It shows people that they're not forgotten and there are a lot of people out there who care about him. And look, this is one of the main ways we're going to stay on top of this crisis is to make sure that we're drawing attention to East Palestine, the people who live here. Um, there, there is no shortcut through this. You're not going to convince people in a week that the water and the air are fine. They can just go back to normal. We've got to keep on hammering the EPA, keep on hammering Norfolk Southern. And I think President Trump being here helps us do that. CNN is hosting a town hall tonight from East Palestine at 9 p.m. And ONN's Clay Gordon has more on the situation there. President Biden tweeted that although he is not in East Palestine, he did speak with Governor Mike DeWine and other lawmakers on the phone about his efforts to keep everyone safe. The Environmental Protection Agency says the air and water levels are constantly being tested and are fine. Norfolk Southern CEO says it's clear the company did not have safety precautions in place to prevent this accident. I'm Clay Gordon. U.S. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg announced he will visit East Palestine tomorrow to meet with community members and receive an update on the ongoing investigation by the National Transportation Safety Board, which is expected to issue its initial findings. Yesterday, the secretary stressed that the rail company must fulfill its commitment to take care of residents. Norfolk Southern has apologized. Uh, They have promised to do everything to make it right uh, with the community. Uh, We're uh, not just going to take them at their word, though. Buttigieg also acknowledged that he, quote, could have spoken sooner about the derailment. Fallout from the toxic train derailment has resulted in a change for a major supermarket. ONN's Yolanda Harris explains. Giant Eagle has stopped selling water made from a facility 25 miles outside of East Palestine. The company says it removed all gallon-sized or larger Giant Eagle brand spring water made at a facility in Selineville. Now, this was done out of an abundance of caution, and Giant Eagle says so far no evidence has been found of any negative impacts to the water. I'm Yolanda. A Toledo woman has died from her injuries after being attacked by a dog Monday night. ONN's Amanda Fay has the story. Toledo police tell us it happened in the 800 block of Wright Avenue. That's near Arlington and Woodsdale in South Toledo. Emergency crews rushed Bonnie Varnes to the hospital where police say she died. Lucas County Canine Care and Control took a dog away from that scene. I'm Amanda Fay. Varnes was a bus driver for Washington local schools. A TPD detective at the scene said the dog appeared to belong to her. Cincinnati firefighters are investigating the cause of a three-alarm high-rise fire early yesterday morning. ONN's Steve Vaughn has more. First responders were called to the 18-story tall Hammond North condominiums where they found heavy smoke and flames coming from the first floor. 
Seven residents of the building were hospitalized, along with two firefighters, whose injuries were described as non-life-threatening. More than 100 firefighters were on the scene. Many residents had to wait in buses, while others sheltered in place. Damage is estimated at a million dollars. No smoke detectors were found in the building. Steve Vaughn, ONN. The Northeast Ohio Human Trafficking Task Force, in conjunction with Wycliffe Police Department and the Lake County Sheriff's Office, arrested six men for attempting to buy sex, and one of them is a city leader. East Lake City Council President John Myers was among the men charged with solicitation. The task force additionally identified four potential victims of human trafficking who were offered social services. The issue of abortion access is closer to being on Ohio's November ballot. Two groups submitted an amendment to the Ohio Attorney General, along with thousands of petition signatures. Jesse Hill is with the group Ohioans for Reproductive Freedom that is joined by Ohio Physicians for Reproductive Rights in the effort. While the worst of Ohio's abortion bans have been blocked, for now, temporarily, we simply cannot rely on our legislators or even ultimately on our courts to secure this freedom in the long run. Greater Columbus Right to Life responded to the petition filing, calling it a dishonest effort to protect the health, safety, and rights of women, and vowed to spread that message to every Ohioan. A wealthy biotech entrepreneur and investor who was born in Cincinnati and who lives in Columbus has entered the Republican race for president. ONN's Dave James reports. Vivek Ramaswamy is the author of Woke Incorporated and formally launched his bid in a video released last night. I am announcing my run for president of the United States. This isn't just a political campaign. This is a cultural movement to create a new American dream for the next generation. Ramaswamy is just 37 and the son of Indian immigrants. He says left-wing ideology has replaced faith, patriotism, and hard work with new secular religions like COVIDism, climatism, and gender ideology. Dave James, I went in news. And as Women's History Month approaches, Columbus City Council is trying to narrow the gender pay gap with proposed legislation that would ban employers from asking job candidates for previous salary history and would also make a candidate's credit history less of a factor when it comes to getting certain jobs. Council member Lourdes Barroso de Padilla says other states have already seen the positive effects of these laws. This is really putting a stake in the ground to say that we believe in pay equity for all people. And we can see in places like California where they actually put this ban into effect, 4% of all people made more money, 6% of people of color made made more money, right? So we see um, the effects of this. Council members also say it would narrow the pay gap for everyone, especially women of color, and attract more hardworking people to Columbus. Special thanks to our affiliates, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WBNS-TV in Columbus for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.